Hi everyone, I'm Dave. And I'm Marvin. It's day 150, and this is God's Big Story. It's a story. It's big. Never boring. No way. For his glory. Always. It's God's Big Story. So welcome back everyone, it's the end of our 30th week and so we've reached day 150. And that seems like a significant number, but well, seeing we just got finished celebrating day 130 a few weeks ago, well, there's no cake today. Oh, moo. Hi everyone. Nobody knows what he's gonna ask now. It's Marvin the friendly, curious cow. So hello Marvin. Hi Dave. So, Marvin, yesterday we kind of paused right in the middle of Nebuchadnezzar's story. But before we get back to that, well, it's Friday. And as I double-check the scoreboard, yes, it's ten all. So today one of us will take the lead. Yep, I am ready, Dave. Let's do this. What do you remember? And what do you know? Let's find out because it's Friday. The Friday Quiz Show Yeah, it's the Friday Quiz Show Hi, Gary. Hi, you two. So, what have you been up to, Gary? Oh, not much. Just been hanging out with some friends. You know what they say, Dave. Squirrels just want to have fun. Okay, yes. Well, if you're ready, Gary, I think we are all set for the quiz. I am ready, Dave. Here we go. Question one. From this week, when Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego got thrown into the furnace, apart from them not being burned up, what else did Nebuchadnezzar see that was surprising? Okay, yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yep, I got that one too. Okay, question two. Who was it who killed King Saul? Ooh, now that was a long time ago, but yes, I think I've got that one. Yeah, me too, Dave. Here we go, question three. Yep, question three. How many books of the Bible have a double letter in their name? Ooh, okay, wow. Okay, yep, I can think of a few. Yeah, I'm just going to guess, Dave. Okay, you two, let's see how you did. What did Nebuchadnezzar see in that furnace? Oh, he saw a fourth guy, or Jesus. (laughs) Yep, that's what I put. That's right. Question two. Who killed King Saul? Okay, now I think that was maybe kind of a trick question. Yeah, I I thought so too, Dave, because Saul killed himself, right? But then later that other guy did say that he did it, and and then David killed him. Yep, that's exactly right. Good work, Marvin. Yep, that's right. So here we go, question three. How many books of the Bible have a double letter? Okay, so I thought of Matthew... And Philippians and Colossians and then first and second Thessalonians. So that's five. I couldn't think of any Old Testament ones, but there's got to be a couple. So, well, I went for seven. Oh, I hope you're wrong, Dave. I just guessed five. Well, there are eight books with a double letter. Ecclesiastes, Habakkuk, Haggai, and then the five you said, Dave. Matthew, Philippians, Colossians, and first and second Thessalonians. Dave wins this week. Good work, Dave. Yeah, well done, Dave. Thanks, Marv. So, yep, that's me, 11-10 up, but still a very long way to go. Thanks again, Gary. No problem. See you guys next week. Bye, Gary. Okay, Marvin, so let's get to our reading. Now, yesterday, Nebuchadnezzar told Daniel about his dream. So today, Daniel's going to tell him what it means. Okay, great. Yeah, so who's reading? Well, today, we're back to our friend, Margaret. 
Oh, hi, Margaret. Hello. Our passage today is from Daniel chapter 4, verses 24 to 37. Your Majesty, here is what your dream means. The Most High God has given an order against you. You will be driven away from people. You will live with wild animals. You will eat grass just as an ox does. You will become wet with the dew of heaven. Seven periods of time will pass by for you. Then you will recognise that the Most High God rules over all kingdoms on earth. He gives them to anyone he wants. But he gave a command to leave the stump of the tree along with its roots. That means your kingdom will be given back to you. It will happen when you recognise that the God of heaven rules. So, Your Majesty, I hope you will accept my advice. Stop being sinful. Do what is right. Give up your evil practices. Show kindness to those who are being treated badly. Then perhaps things will continue to go well for you. All this happened to King Nebuchadnezzar. It took place 12 months later. He was walking on the roof of his palace in Babylon. He said, Isn't this the great Babylon? I have built as a place for my royal palace. I used my mighty power to build it. It shows how glorious my majesty is. He was still speaking when he heard a voice from heaven. It said, King Nebuchadnezzar, here is what has been ordered concerning you. Your royal authority has been taken from you. You will be driven away from people. You will live with the wild animals. You will eat grass just as an ox does. Seven periods of time will pass by for you. Then you will recognise that the Most High God rules over all kingdoms on earth. He gives them to anyone he wants. What had been said about King Nebuchadnezzar came true at once. He was driven away from his people. He ate grass just like an ox does. His body became wet with the dew of heaven. He stayed that way until his hair grew like the feathers of an eagle. His nails became like claws of a bird. At the end of that time, I, Nebuchadnezzar, looked up toward heaven. My mind became clear again. Then I praised the Most High God. I give honour and glory to the God who lives forever. His rule will last forever. His kingdom will never end. He considers all the nations on earth to be nothing. He does as he pleases with the powers of heaven. He does what he wants with the nations of the earth. No one can hold back his hand. No one can say to him, What have you done? My honour and glory were returned to me when my mind became clear again. The glory of my kingdom was given back to me. My advisers and nobles came to me, and I was put back on my throne. I became even greater than I had been before. Now I, Nebuchadnezzar, give praise and honour and glory to the King of Heaven. Everything he does is right. All his ways are fair. He is able to bring down those who live proudly. Thanks, Margaret. Wow, so Nebuchadnezzar went from being a super powerful king to kind of going crazy and acting like an animal, and and then back to being a king again? That's right. God was showing him that, yes, he might have been the most powerful king in the whole world back then, with all the riches he could ever want, but everything he had was granted to him by the king who sits on the real throne, and it could all be taken away in an instant. See, Nebuchadnezzar looked at his kingdom and thought to himself, look what I have done. I am amazing. I don't need anyone else. But God wanted him to realize that every good thing he had was a gift from God. All the stuff he had, it shouldn't have filled him with selfish pride. It should have filled him with just huge gratitude. Yeah, so God set him straight. He really did. And once Nebuchadnezzar realized the truth, well, then God puts him back on his throne. Boys and girls, today, let's look around at the good things that God has given us and let's be like Nebuchadnezzar should have been. 
Let's acknowledge that those gifts are from God and be grateful for what God has given us and praise him. In fact, you know, let me give you a challenge. Today, think of 20 things, 20 good things that God has given you and put in your life and thank him for those. Oh gosh, Dave, 20, that's a lot. Well, it is, but remember, the Bible tells us that every good thing we have is a gift from God, so it might take some thinking, but if you had to, you should be able to come up with hundreds. Oh, okay, yeah, well, in that case, 20 sounds pretty good. Yeah, we'll stick with 20. Okay, boys and girls, look, have a great weekend, and we will be back next Monday for week 31. Yeah, bye, everyone. We'll see you next Monday. Goodbye. We'll see you soon. God's Big Story is a ministry of Eden Grove Presbyterian Church. Music and jingles by Dave, Josh, and John.